0: We're going to turn now to another topic relating to regulation uh, of the Internet. Earlier this year, a Senate hearing focused on a website called Backpage.com, which sells classified ads, many of them apparently for underage prostitution. And now the Senate is considering a bill called the Stop Enabling Sex Offenders Act that would make websites liable for knowingly assisting and facilitating online sex trafficking, but much of the technology industry is opposed to the bill despite supporting efforts to target websites like Backpage.com. Here to talk with us today are William McGevern, a professor at the University of Minnesota Law School, and Scott Vernick, a partner at Fox Rothschild. Scott, what exactly does this bill do? They, I thought that internet providers are pretty much immune from suit for what they're, what people post on their uh, on their websites.
1: Well, I think that's generally true. I mean, under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which was passed in 1996, uh internet providers, uh, and, uh, internet service providers, uh, don't have, uh, obligations and are immune from generally are immune, uh, from prosecution with respect to content that they post, uh, on their, uh, on the websites, um, or, you know, as internet service providers. But the difficulty here is that given, um, all of the attention around online sex trafficking and particularly what would, what happened with backpage.com and uh, this, uh, This legislation, which was proposed by Senator Portman and uh, Senator Blumenthal, um, is designed to uh, make them uh, responsible uh, if they don't uh, police and take down uh, content that's aimed at illegal sex trafficking.
0: So, Bill, this is a, uh, a bill that has bipartisan support, about, I think, 27 or 28 sponsors in the House and the Senate. What is Silicon Valley objecting to here?
2: Well, I mean, I think politically it's pretty difficult to come out against an anti-sex trafficking bill, and I think that explains a lot of uh, support for it. But uh, tech are worried that it's the thin end of a wedge in terms of potentially undermining the blanket protection that Section 230 provides. They worry that today it'll be something for uh, uh, blocking these kinds of sex trafficking solicitations, but you know tomorrow and next week it might be something else. They're also worried that whatever the nature of the exception, once it starts to require them to scroll through or monitor, the vast quantity of user-generated content that, that becomes a difficult thing for them to do and a very expensive thing for them to do. I mean, YouTube, for example, uh, users upload something like 100 hours of video every minute. And it, it, even with automation, it can be hard to do a good job of monitoring everything.
0: So, Scott, what, what exactly uh, would happen in terms of litigation if this bill were to take effect? What, what can we expect?
1: Well, I think that what would happen is, and I should say, you know, just by way of background, so that there's some context for this, you know, even though Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act generally provides, uh, you know, Google and Facebook and Comcast and so forth with immunity from content that's that uh, that is posted uh, through their services, even today, Section 230 doesn't override federal criminal laws. Um, And so, you know, here the issue is that they're making something very specific or they're trying to legislate something very specific when it comes to uh, sex trafficking. But the idea would be that there could be uh, both federal and state criminal prosecutions um, and even civil enforcement if this legislation got passed.
0: We're talking with William McGovern, a professor at the University of Minnesota Law School, and Scott Vernick, a partner at Foth, Fox Rothschild about the stop enabling sex offenders Act being considered in the United States Senate it's a bill that has a name that's hard to oppose but in fact it has generated a lot of opposition from technology companies who believe it is uh, it's a bad way to chip away at their protections from liability for what uh, people post online bill the industry a lot of these technology companies say that they are they support the idea of um, cracking down on sex offending sex sex trafficking online, they want to prevent those sort of ads from being on their websites, um, but they are against this bill, and they 're one of the reasons we 've been discussing is that they 're worried about lawsuits and liability for things that other people post online what if they 're so if they 're worried about this and they 're actually trying to stop the um, and they're trying to stop it from happening. Why is it that they're concerned about lawsuits?
2: Well, so, the, I mean, I think the concern is twofold. One is the possibility that uh, they'll be re- they'll be at risk of liability um, for for a mistake, for o- an oversight, when the quantity of what they have to review is so vast, and that that will encourage them to engage in lots of monitoring and to pull down anything that might be. Uh, you know, a, a borderline case, and so they're worried about that kind of problem. And then I think, secondly, they're worried about um, uh, about a congressional floodgate opening, right? Not that even if you wanted to say that this particular exception might be acceptable, what about the next one and the next one? And they're especially uh, concerned because there already is an exception, uh, uh, as we mentioned earlier, for federal criminal law, and of course international sex trafficking is already illegal under that law, but this expands it to every different state's definition of what might count, and they're worried that that would become very difficult for them.
0: Scott, Senator Portman told Axios a few things in an interview this morning. He said there's a good Samaritan provision in this law, so that's a total defense right there if you're the defendant. And also you have to be actually participating so it's not enough to say that just, you know, you knew what was happening on my website. You have to be subject to this. You have to know about it and be involved in it. So does that seem to be enough to get past some of the worries?
1: Well, it sort of is and it isn't. I mean, the Good Samaritan provision has been there, and that certainly protects Internet service providers and websites that regulate their content and show uh, that there is some attempt uh, to, you know, to call out the most pernicious illegal activity, including sex trafficking. Uh, But I think that what the websites or website providers and what the Internet service providers in particular are concerned about is that there's some vagueness in the bill's language around words like assist, support, facilitate, um, uh, trafficking, and you know they're worried about sort of you know getting swooped up in something where ordinarily you know they wouldn't have the requisite degree of criminal intent, uh, but there's some fuzzy language. And so, you know, that's their concern. Now, I think that the I think that the senators would push back and say that their legislative staffs reached out and tried for months to have negotiations and have some sort of discourse um, with, uh, you know, the internet service providers and website content providers, and they just refused to participate. So, I mean, you know, this is, you know, this is one of those instances in which. Um, You know, the the sort of, you know, the tech industry is sort of, you know, caught on both sides of this. And uh, it may be ground that's, you know, quite difficult for them to ultimately defend.
0: Well, Bill, Bill, we have about 45 seconds left. What do the Internet companies say is the right way to attack this problem?
2: Uh, with criminal law and, and investigating individual instances, and that they'll be happy to cooperate with authorities who are investigating sex traffickers, uh, uh, as they as they say they did with Backpage.
0: But do they do they? What kind of self-regulation do they propose to do?
2: So they already they say they monitor already, and they say that they'll keep doing that. But they don't want to be on the legal hook if they get it wrong.
0: Well, um, our thanks to. William McEvrin, a professor at the University of Minnesota Law School, and also to Scott Vernick, a partner at Fox Rothschild, for being being with us here today to talk about uh, how sex trafficking should be combated online.